0: Good morning, ladies, happy Monday, I am excited to be here with you and be chatting about all the things. We've got an awesome podcast recording coming up today. Um, We're talking about what we're fighting against, Uh, not our flesh and blood, which is why we shouldn't be so focused on our fleshly results but we are fighting something spiritual. Before we begin, welcome. Thank you so much for joining. If you love this group, if you love the podcast, if you are encouraged at all, please share. Like the page, like the post, that would be amazing. It helps spread our word further, which is great. Um, If you are listening to us on a recorded, either on a podcast app or on YouTube, we record live every Monday at 11 a.m. in the Fit and Faithful Moms group. Feel free to join in and listen live. I just want to first start by praying. I've had such an amazing, amazing weekend. We've got so many praise reports and we'll go through it. Um, But if you have any prayer requests, please let me know. As always, my SOS for prayer is just an emoji. Feel free to drop an emoji in the chat that'll let me know that you need prayer. Otherwise, you can feel free to share and we will pray over you. Um, Lord, first and foremost, just thank you for your grace. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your salvation. Thank you for your redemption. Lord, thank you um, for your promises and keeping them true. Lord, sometimes our fights and our battles are not even against us. Lord, they're there for generations to come. So thank you for giving us the strength, um, like Moses, to persevere through, to push through, and even though we may not see the promise come to fruition. Thank you for allowing us to be a foundation that your promise will be kept on. Lord, thank you for Jesus Thank you for what he did for us. Thank you for what he continues to do for us. And thank you for the spirit living within us. Lord, today, help us to tune out the screams of the world and to listen to the whispers of your word. Lord, we love you. We praise you. Speak through me how you will want to, Lord, um, and just give this message to who it's meant for. In Jesus' name, amen. So, today we've got a fun live. I just want to update you on my praise request. So, um, last weekend was a very challenging weekend for me at church. Um, a few people had come up to me, and this is odd to have a few people come up to you um, and tell you that they were going to commit suicide. So, first and foremost, if you are dealing with any of those thoughts, my message box is always open. There is always help here or release here for you to come and talk to. Um, but that was last weekend. It took a lot out of me spiritually, um, just pulling and pouring into these women, um, making sure they received the help that they need. But full circle, seven days later, um, one of the women came back to church. Um, she got on the right medicine. She got the help that she needed. And she walked through the doors of church. She texts me saying, will you be there um, when I get there? Absolutely. Absolutely. I will be there. So when she walked in, I didn't even recognize her. Um, The Lord had just transformed her from where she was seven days prior. And not only that, she brought her family with her and it was so great to just see God's goodness in that moment. And I know that we don't always see prayers answered in seven days, seven years, 70 years or 70 decades, right? But to see that prayer answered was so amazing. And then our great friends who had struggled with infertility for years, five years, six years, miscarriages, so many of them, um, IVF, miscarriages, miscarriages on their own, just a really hard struggle. Um, We saw them give birth to their baby boy this morning. So we are just giving all the praise up to Jesus for his promises that are true and his promises that he keeps. So praise with me. I'd love to hear any praise reports you have as well. Um, I want to focus on those too, because he deserves all the praise and all the goodness. Today, we're going to talk about spiritual battles versus earthly ones. And I know we can easily quote this, right? It's not about the flesh and blood. We're not fighting flesh against flesh. This is a spiritual warfare. But when we think about our physical health, we seem to just um, push that aside. We don't think that it's about um, the spirit with our health. We think that it's a physical thing here with our bodies. So I want to challenge you. And we looked through goals a few weeks ago. If you haven't heard that podcast, please go back and listen to it. If you're struggling with the same things that you've been struggling with for 20 years, the fad diets, the non-weight loss, the not substantial or sustainable programs, go back and watch that. This will really tie that together for you, that your health and your wellness isn't a physical body thing either. It is a spiritual thing. Do you think that the enemy wants you to be healthy so that you can continue to spread the word of Jesus? I would argue no. Do you think he wants you to feel confident in your body so that you can go out and spread the news of Jesus? I would argue no as well for that. Do you think he wants you to feel secure in yourself? I think he wants you to feel all of the opposite of those. I think he wants you to feel insecure so you don't go up and talk to people. That you're not equipped to go out and do the mission work that he's called you to. That you're constantly questioning this, your body, and not leading with your heart and your spirit. So when we look through Ephesians 6, 12, it says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. I'm studying through um, Revelation, and I am loving it. You know, I used to think, oh, we can't talk about Revelation. We don't go there But man, when you get in a good study about revelation, it brings things forward that will really just transform your life. Any, any Bible study should do that. But this one in particular is doing that for me. And this always got me um, in Ephesians that there is spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. It always made me question what, why would there be evil? in the heavenly realms? Why would that even happen? And in Revelation, it says that a war broke out in heaven against these these forces. There is a fight that is constantly going on for your spirit, for your soul. It's not about your size pants. It is not about the weight on a scale. It is not about any of that. It is for your soul and the enemy can distract you from that by getting you to focus on things of this world. This struggle against flesh and blood isn't just us quarreling with each other. This isn't just me quarreling with my spouse or having issues with my kids or even with other Christians and non-Christians. It's not just about that. It's about the internal struggle as well when we put so much emphasis on the flesh in the blood which is dying that we forget that that is a spiritual battle your health is under and it's it's really unique to see especially in revelation the correlation between god and the devil because they're almost similar on the surface it almost looks the same but the enemy is a counterfeit and the only way for you to know a counterfeit I worked in banking for a long time I don't know if anyone else did 10 years in banking I got to the point where I could feel a bill coming in and I was like this isn't real I don't even have to put it under the light thing I don't have to do anything to it I know that this is fake and I'm giving it right back This isn't coming in to this space. But in the beginning of my career, I used to let a ton of counterfeits go by. They would look really good, right? People have gotten really good at making counterfeits that even when you put it under the light, you're supposed to, it would have the correct UV things. You hold it up to the light, you would see the 20s going down like you're supposed to. So I would even let little things come in there. But the better I got with like feeling and touching and looking for those little things, and obviously I was reprimanded, right? So that reprimanded led me to have to study what is real and what is not and look for those little things that are off, that aren't real. That reprimanding led to me studying the real thing more so that I could spot the counterfeit. God has always been in control. The enemy has always been close to him. To look like him and sound like him in your head, just be a little bit different. Think about Eve and the serpent. He came in, right? Like God. So did he really say? And that's what he's doing with you each and every day. But in order for you to know, where the enemy is getting you you have to know the real thing first you have to be in his his word daily you have to know for a fact what he said not questioning it not double guessing it like jesus in the wilderness fact what he said because then you can spot the counterfeit and you don't even have to think about it anymore but in the beginning you will and this goes for your health too in the beginning you're gonna think it's really hard to measure macros to meal prep your food to not care about the scale to not care about your pant size to whatever it is that's earthly and not spiritually it's gonna seem really really hard and you're going to face a lot of trials in this if you've been on your health journey for a while tell me you haven't faced temptations trials, setbacks. Everyone has. I still do to this day. Like yesterday was one of those days that I like threw my hands in the air. (laughs) I was like, I'm done with all of this for a minute. But I came back today ready to go. Sometimes you need to do that. We'll get to that later. But it seems hard. And the correction that comes seems even more harsh. Like, man, I'm trying to figure out, I went through with this dollar bill or this 20. I put it through the light. I held it up to the light. Like, I'm really trying here. And here you come going, it's not good enough. You need to study this more. You can't let this keep happening. God will do the same correction through you, causing you to repent, causing you to redirect, causing you to refocus, not on the counterfeit. The bank didn't have me looking at the counterfeits. The bank had me looking at the real thing so that I could then hold up a counterfeit and go, oh, that's not it. That's not it. If I only studied the counterfeit, if you only looked at the, your physical body, if you only looked at the thing the enemy's telling you, he's going to change it up. The criminals who are making these fraudulent bills, they're switching it up all the time. So don't focus on that one thing that's wrong, because it's going to change. Focus on the truth. Focus on the real thing and study that so that when a counterfeit comes in, you don't have to worry about if you studied the latest trends or if you looked at the latest false bills or what they're doing now. You don't have to worry yourself with any of that because you've studied the truth. That same thing applies in your health and in your daily life. Stop nitpicking the scale. Stop nitpicking your triceps, right? And that I have flabby arms and I just want to wave. I get more people saying, I just want arms like yours where I can wave and not, you know, be flapping in the wind. It's not about that. It's not about the pant size. It's not about the shirt size. This is you looking at things that aren't important. They're the things of flesh and blood. It's not important. Eventually, ladies, things are going to sag. Gravity is real, (laughs) right? Things are going to sag. We are going to die. Tell me right now on your deathbed, if you were on it, that your number one best accomplishment on this earth was losing the 10 pounds that you're struggling with right now, was toning up your arms so you could wave that's not going to be your biggest accomplishment. Is it important to be in shape and in health and take care of your body? Yes, that's in scripture too. But it is not what you're going to be laying on your deathbed, speaking to the generation coming after you about what a good life looks like, about what a life in the Lord and working for Jesus looks like you're not going to say, well, make sure that you're always a size six and you're keeping up with all the fad diets and you stress out so much over the scale that you don't even hop on it and can't even look at it when you're in the doctor's office. You're not going to say that. At least I hope not. There should be wisdom behind your words that it's not about that. It's so much bigger. But if the enemy keeps you focused on things of the flesh and blood, then what you're not paying attention to is the bigger thing at work here. I wanna bring you back to now eight days ago when this young, beautiful woman came in and she was a wreck. She was a wreck. She was in pajamas, slippers. She had called um, the suicide hotline multiple times. I couldn't, couldn't get her the help that she needed um and this was her last stop they told her to go to a church the first church she saw she had never set, stepped foot in our church never been wasn't a Christian just saw this church and she stopped in I am on a new role in church I am on a security team I was in a new spot but I'm not normally in this whole transition took place about a month ago um where I was no longer behind the scenes, I was in front, sort of just making sure the church is safe, right? So I'm standing in a spot that I wasn't actually supposed to be in, in a role that's brand new to me, but ready for her. When she walked in, she walked in after the service began. In my old role, I would be in the first service and I wouldn't be out there. In this new role, I watched the entire time and I will go to the second service. God knew that she was going to walk into the doors well beyond four weeks ago. He started putting this miracle in motion way back when someone said, you should be on security. (laughs) You've got a discernment for what looks right and, and what's not what looks good and what's not, what's counterfeit and what's real. And I fought it for quite some time, about four weeks. I was like, no, that I'm a girl, <laughs> right? Like I'm a woman. I know that I know my martial arts and I, I like competing, but I'm not like, I'm not in a place. God knew that he was putting me in a position for that miracle to happen, for her to walk in at that exact time. It wasn't about me. It wasn't about security. It wasn't a decision I was making, even thinking anything would come out of it. But God, God knew this woman, this young woman was going to walk in and meet me there and that she was going to get the help she needed, the help that this world couldn't give her, the help that only Jesus could give her. And we were able to equip her and get her help and bring her somewhere so that she could come back and look like a completely different person the next Sunday. What you are going through right now may not even be about you. Say yes to the whispers of God, what he's calling you to, what your yearning is, because it might not be about you. And I might not get to see her transformation. I may may have never known, right? She may have never come back, I did get her number and I was her advocate as she went into things, Um, but we could have just followed up, made sure she was okay, let her know I was praying over her. I may not have ever seen that, and that's still okay. That's still okay. I need you to know that you're not always going to see the physical changes. You're not always going to see the weight go down each week. You're not always going to see your pant size go down but are you working towards the real thing? Are you studying God's word? Are you putting on the full armor of God so that when a counterfeit thought comes into your mind, when a counterfeit urge or temptation comes into your mind, you know what to do with it and you're not just battling it back and forth all day and missing the greater picture. God says earlier, In this verse, which is why I love Ephesians 11 says to put on the full armor of God so that you can make your stand against the devil's schemes. He's telling us that we're going to fight this, that it is not just about this flesh and blood. In fact, he's telling us in verse 12, that it's not against flesh and blood, but he gives us the direction for what to do with it before. For our struggle is not against the flesh and blood, but against the rulers, the authorities, the powers the, of this world's darkness and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, you need to take up the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you will be able to stand your ground and have done everything to stand firm in the word of God. We need to put on that armor every day. Do you know what that armor looks like? Do you know what God has given you to fight these battles? He hasn't set these battles up for you to just go, ah, I can't believe this is happening. He tells us multiple times that it's going to happen. Stop thinking it's about the flesh and the blood. Stop looking at the counterfeit and going, oh, that's a new fad diet. This is a new way I should eat. This is a new this. God provided the food. Eat God's food eat God's food. Veggies are not bad. You might not like them because you've trained your taste buds to like something else, but they're not bad. Fruits are not bad. You crave sugar in different forms because we've conditioned our body to think chocolate when we crave sugar, but it should be from a fruit. Carbs are not bad. We need them for instant energy. Protein is good. Fats, not all bad. We need the good fats to keep our hormones in check, to keep our brains communicating with the different parts of our body, which in and of itself is a miracle, working correctly. But the counterfeit things that come in mess us up. And we get so focused on what we can't do. We get so focused on what we shouldn't do. We get so focused on reading all the details of the nasty comment that someone said to us. And we go down this dark, path, rabbit hole. That doesn't lead us any closer to the truth. It just leads us closer to a battle in our mind and our flesh that has nothing to do with the root cause. I had a a good friend of mine call me this morning. um, And I won't say her name because she'll probably watch this later. But a good friend of mine called me this morning and I wrote it down. Also, if you don't know (laughs) what an ADD checklist looks like. Here it is there it is for all the ocd people that probably stressed you out i'm sorry but she said i went to the doctor the eye doctor the other day because um there was an issue with my glasses like i couldn't see things anymore i was like i need new glasses like these must be old they're all scratched up i just need to get a new pair and the doctor after the exam said it's not the glasses it's your eyes Stop blaming things on the physical things that you can see. Stop blaming your lack of results on Doritos. Stop blaming your lack of results because that's what your mom did. Stop blaming your lack of results on anything physical. It's not about the glasses. It's about what's going on inside of you that's so much deeper than weight loss, that's so much deeper than the pant size, that's so much different than the physical things of this earth, flabby arms, toned booty, whatever it is you're looking for. It's so much more than that. And I know God says he cares for what you he cares about what you pray for, but as you look into that scripture more, he cares about what you pray for when you're aligned with him and his purpose for your life. He's going to listen to all of your prayers, but are your prayers counterfeits? You're looking for counterfeit false results. You're looking for things that don't really matter. God never said be a size four and fit into society better. God calls us to stand out and be a light. He calls us to be different. He calls us to look and act different. We shouldn't be following the fads of this world align your prayers differently around your health so that it's not a request for something that's of this world that God could care less about. He doesn't care about that. He cares about your soul. He cares about your spirit. He cares about your health, but not for lack of flabby arms or a toned booty or a number on the scale. He cares about your health because you want to honor him through it. You want to eat differently because the spirit lives here. You want to move differently because the spirit lives here. Because you feel your heartbeat that he has made beat for you today. You want to keep that working. You want to keep that good. There is a physical thing that you can touch right here. That's why I want to do my cardio when I don't want to. That's why I want to lift weights when I don't want to. God, thank you for this heartbeat. I don't even have to think about it. But you gave it to me. You gave me this rhythm in my heart and in my chest. I want to fuel that correctly. I want to honor this gift. How many people would do anything for a working, beating heart? I don't want to treat it like it's just another thing. When it's the most precious, God calls you to guard your heart, to keep it safe. Some of us not only have built up walls against other people, against things that have happened in our lives, or so many walls that prevent us from asking for help or reaching out or trying anything again, or even giving up on ourselves, but our heart isn't guarded, it's blockaded. That's not even a word, but I'm using it. It, it's It's in a solitary confinement. There are no windows, there's nothing, you've like solidified this, there's barbed wire around it. There's no even getting in. God said to guard your heart. There's a difference between a guard standing in front of a cell, than isolated containment, right? Just think about it in the jail sense. A guard standing there just knows what's coming in and out, right? He's checking to make sure it's good. And if it's bad, he sends it on his way. But when you've put up such a blockade of isolation around your heart, that there's no windows, there's nothing, not even the good can get in. Not even a seed can get in. The bad doesn't get in. That's sure. Yeah, you're preventing yourself from being hurt again. But good doesn't get in either. Sometimes the best thing that we can do for our physical health is to put our hand on our heart and start to tear down some of those walls we put up that were never meant to be there. It's a counterfeit. God said, guard your heart. You took it and the devil warped it as put, put your walls up. X them out of your life. Don't ever do that again. Don't die it anymore. It doesn't work. Just do what you want to do. Just do what you feel like doing that's not what god said god said to guard your heart and align your thoughts with mine so that you will do my will his will not yours but that counterfeit just do you i'm going to do things my way i'm going to take this for my time this is mine your health isn't yours either your weight isn't yours your pant size isn't yours none of it's yours. It's all a gift. And when we start looking for that counterfeit thought that ticks off this stream of events, we can align back up with God. And the easiest way for the God to trip you up is through hunger, through food, through your body size, especially in today's day and age. And once we start down that path, of not knowing the counterfeit from the truth anymore, we're led down an even darker, deeper path that was never meant for us, because then we start idolizing and worshiping food or calories or points, numbers on the scale. We worship those and let them dictate if we're in a good or a bad mood. We let that dictate what we're going to eat the next day. We let that dictate whether we're a failure or not. We let that dictate whether we're proud or not. Our joy doesn't come from that. And if you are down that rabbit hole right now, I wanna encourage you that there is a way out. You can stop digging down. You can turn around at any point. God's there with open arms to say, it's okay. It's okay. Let's get in the word. Let's get back in this. I'm lifting up my Bible. It's not coming out of there. Let's get back in this. Let's study the truth. Forget about the counterfeit things. Forget about the fad diets. Forget about all these different things of this world. Forget about what workout is best right now and what everyone's telling you to do. And get back to looking at the truth. The truth will set you free, not just spiritually but from your thoughts, in your heart, in your mind, in your expectation of what to expect and know that we are dying every day. We're getting closer to meeting and going into heaven, which means that our bodies will get different and we'll get wrinklier and that's okay. We need to take care of this though. And I still want to be able to move Right? When I'm older, I don't want to be wheelchair bound, unless that's what God calls me to be. I want to be able to be active, so that's why I'm going to work out. That's why I'm going to lift weights and move. My heartbeat is why I'm going to do cardio and eat differently. Not because the world told me to. Not because I'm worshiping my numbers. None of that. Because it's God. So if you are down that, that dark rabbit trail, first off, you're not alone. And I don't want you to feel discouraged. The enemy's tricky. He's constantly changing what the counterfeit looks like. That dollar bill or $20 bill is constantly changing. Every few months, there'd be a new thing that they would send out. Don't study the counterfeit anymore. Don't look at his lies. Anymore. Don't pay that any more attention. Get back into the truth, and that will set you free from these chains that are holding you back. And it can be about your health, it could be about your weight, it could be about your marriage, it could be about your parenting, it could be about your jobs. This can be about anything. Get out of that looking. And searching for what the next counterfeit looks like and spending all your time in the false truths and get back into the real truth. Know what the truth looks like and know that it's going to be hard. It's not easy in the beginning. It's not. You're building a new foundation, but you're not doing it alone. You're doing it with God. You're doing it with the spirit. You're doing it with Jesus on your side. They're behind you and in front of you and beside you. That way is already paid one step at a time is all you need to do. Focus on the truth. Know that it's gonna be hard. God doesn't teach you the lessons most of the time through like the easy events of your life, right? God doesn't go like, here's a promotion and here's more money and here's your body. And then we go, thanks, God. We will go, wow, look what happened to me. I don't know where it came from. He's going to put you through a process to bring you his promise. Stop fighting the progress. Start fighting the process you're going to have to go through. You are going to have to go through it one way or another. Stop fighting it. Go through it with joy. Knowing that there's a promise on the other end of your steadfastness, of your faithfulness, of your joy in hard times that doesn't come from the scale, that doesn't come from anything, flesh and blood, but comes from spiritual realms. That's what we are up against. And that is what we are allowing to have us focused the wrong way. I truly believe it. We're focused the wrong way because we're looking too much at the counterfeit and not enough at the truth. Spend time in just one scripture this week. Just pick one and meditate on it and ask God to speak to you through it and journal. That is our uh, client challenge. This week is is to journal. I got a cute book for it. Um, You can do whatever you want. But make that one step of progress to even just acknowledge you're looking for the counterfeit and not the truth. Even that is a step. And it will get easier each time. And then you'll have to level up. So it'll get harder again. Then that will get easier. Then you'll have to level up. and it'll seem harder again. And it will seem impossible. But it's not. If you are aligned with God's goals, it's not impossible for you to do it on your own. Yes. For him, it's not. So. I hope that this was helpful. I hope that it was insightful. I hope that you think about the glasses or the transformations or whatever stuck with you today that you realize it's not about the things that you see on this earth. It's not about that, it's deeper than that. If you wanna join a community of women that are about spiritual transformation, yes, being healthy is a goal of ours, but transforming this from the inside out. If you want to learn what that looks like to be coached, to be in a group of women that are like that, you can just comment below. I'll do heart. We talked a lot about our heart today. You can comment heart below and I'll message you and we can set up a time to talk about what next steps could be, whether that's in the group, whether that's doing something on your own, whatever that may look like. But if not, let this word encourage you. To push forward for the truth and not for the counterfeit any longer. You have the strength in you. Believe it, know it, trust it, and move forward with the confidence that God is going to take you to where he wants you to be. Ladies, have an amazing rest of your week. I am always here if you need anything, and I will talk to you all soon. Bye.